Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today I want to talk about building a real network. Building a real network, a network of people in your professional world, right? A few weeks ago, I did an episode about strategic networking, and I want to be digging a little bit deeper today on what exactly that means and how to build a real network. We're so much stronger, in my opinion, with a solid network of people around us who can be supportive, give us encouragement, or even a kick in the butt sometimes when we need it. Being strategic about building your network is important, but it's also very important to make sure that in that strategy, you are making sure that you're being authentic, you're being genuine. I was talking to someone recently, and we were talking about building their network, and They got very tense, and when I asked about why, the concern was that professional relationships always feel very transactional. What a great word. What a great way to term professional relationships oftentimes, because it's so true. You do this for me, I'll do this for you. If you can help here, I can help you there. And while... Professional relationships are often transactional. I feel like there's a difference between keeping score and it having to be about, if I do this, you do that. It doesn't always have to be that way. In fact, I I would argue that it shouldn't be that way. Obviously, there are a lot of big business, big corporation, where everything is scratch my back, I scratch your back. I get that. But I think in general, building our network should be more about building relationships, cultivating honest, genuine friendships on a professional level. This starts with us and our intentions. We can't control anybody else's intentions. So as we are looking to build our networks, we need to make sure that we're going at it from the right direction. LinkedIn is a wonderful tool nowadays to build relationships on. There are tons and tons of professional people on there, organizations, groups, articles, you name it, it's on there, right? As we spend time on there trying to get our connections to whatever number is your goal, because we're all about how many likes or friends or connections we have nowadays, consider how you're making connections on there. Consider why you're making connections on there. Are you laying the groundwork for a transactional type of relationship because you're only making connections with these people because you need something or want something from them? And are you being honest about that? Or are you truly interested and curious and you know, wanting to build a relationship with the people that you're reaching out? My guess would be it's probably somewhere in the 50-50, right? You've got some people on there who you think would be really good to have in your, your network, and then you've got other people on there that may or may not 
be good for your professional network, but they'd be good for you or they'd be interesting to you or they're somebody you want to get to know. I think that that's okay as long as we understand the difference between the two. And I'm going to I'm going to talk about both both sets here. All right. Let's start with the the ones that you're personally interested in getting to know. So you're on LinkedIn and you work for some kind of an organization and you're you're curious about learning more about science. So you do some research and you find a bunch of chemists and you read their articles and you find a couple of people are, are really funny and interesting and, and just enjoy reading their material that they post. So you start commenting on their posts and you start discussions and you start building a relationship with these people. You basically start becoming friends. You become online friends with strangers based on your curiosity about a topic area that they are posting about. Or perhaps it's someone that just got a new job at an organization you worked at years ago and you reach out to them and say, hey, I worked for that organization years ago. It was a great company, loved it, was there for however long, left for whatever reason, blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, you're building a a mentor-like relationship with this person based on some commonality that you have. I mean, LinkedIn's algorithms are great for that. They send you all kinds of, hey, check out this person. They worked where you used to work or they just got a job where you started out or they went to the same school as you and just graduated. It already is trying to match people up and give people ways to connect, ways to find a common ground to have conversations and build relationships. Talking to people on those levels is a very social, very friendly level to have because you're, you're starting off just talking about life, talking about work, talking about experiences. You're not going at it looking to get something out of it. You're just connecting. The second kind, the transactional, where you're making targeted and strategic connections based on things that will be helpful or productive for your career, that's a different, that's a different approach. I would argue that you can be strategic in who you make your connections with, but they don't have to be transactional. The way that I would propose that you do that is to be honest, be genuine, be authentic. And it may be a connection that you're building with an objective, but it doesn't have to stop there. Let me explain. Say you are an accountant and you work at an accounting firm or you work at a, 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 a science, science organization of some sort. Everybody needs accounts payable, right? Say you would really like to get into the entertainment business. It's kind of a hobby. You love movies or you love TV or whatever it is. They need bookkeepers too. They have accounts payable in in, um, the entertainment industry and you find science to be really boring. You would love to find a job in accounts payable in the entertainment industry. So you begin looking through LinkedIn, trying to find organizations that are hiring for accounts payable positions in the entertainment industry. How do you get into that area? So you start targeting people in that industry that you can become friends with, hoping that that will lead to some kind of way into that industry. This is very strategic 
and could be very successful. But it is also very one-sided. You want something from them and you are going at it from a transactional point of view. Consider when you reach out to these people rather than commenting on their posts or being sneaky, if you will, in how you're reaching out to them. Consider being honest. Send an email. Hey, I've been doing this in the science area for so long. I, I really enjoy the accounts payable, but I my hobby is in the performing arts or my hobby is in the entertainment industry. I would love to be able to match the two. I would love to be able to find a job in accounts payable here. And I noticed your profile, you're, you're very active and you talk about different things along these lines. And I just thought that you would be a really good person to talk to about this. Perhaps you have some suggestions, perhaps you have some ideas, that type of thing. At least you're reaching out and you're being honest. You're being genuine. You're making sure that they are clear that you're not trying to insinuate yourself into their lives for anything other than what it is. Now, that honesty could go one of two ways. One, they may never respond to you. You may never hear anything. They may laugh at you. Sure. They may come back and say, that's great. I really can't help you. They may come back and say, I really can't help you, but it's nice to meet you, and you might talk to this person, you might look at this ad, you might look at this website. At least you're starting off that relationship, be it short-lived or long-term, on even footing because they know exactly what it is that you're doing. I have to believe that people respect honesty. And I really think that even when people are not good at being honest, don't like being honest, or are just not very practiced in it, they still recognize when someone else is doing it. And there has to be some level of respect there. And even if they do not respect you for being straightforward with them and being honest and putting all your cards on the table, at least you know that you were not reaching out to them in such a way that was meant to use them without them understanding that that's what you're doing. You may end up becoming friends. That may be the difference between you getting a recommendation to a position or not. I would think that if, and and again, I don't have rose-colored glasses on. I understand that the world is not always a friendly and honest place. But in my experience, if you are trying to make a connection specifically to get something out of somebody and you're honest with them about that, and they know from the start, they'll either help you or they won't. But I would think if there's some kind of hesitancy there on recommending you or on giving you a suggestion, it would be pushed over the edge in your favor by the fact that you were honest a lot faster than it would be by being found out that you were lying or being sneaky. Integrity is an important thing in the business world. And even the shadiest people have their own version of integrity. Uh, it may not be what we look at. It may not be what we, we see as being uh, having integrity. But they have their own version of integrity. So sticking to the integrity that you feel is appropriate for your behavior is important even when you need a job, even when you're trying to make connections. 
sticking to that level of professionalism is important. I would also encourage you as you are building relationships, be it online, in person, however you prefer to network, think about what you can do for others. Kind of that pay it forward type of mentality, right? We're talking about reaching out to strangers and asking them for for help on things. What if you reached out to strangers and offered to help them on things? What would that look like? What would that be like? At the end of the day, you know, you were scrolling through LinkedIn and you knew there was a position available at your company and you happened to see somebody that had that position listed in their, um, this is the job I'm looking to try to find, and you sent them a note with a link to your, your company's job recs and said, hey, you know, I just happened to be scrolling through LinkedIn. You were on my homepage, saw that. My company's hiring this. I don't know much about the position. I, I, I honestly couldn't really recommend you because it's not even in my, in my department, but it looked like this might be a match. I thought I would send it along. Best of luck to you. Imagine that person had been out of work for months, months, had kids to feed, car payment, falling behind, stressed out, trying to figure out how they were going to make ends meet, gets your email, applies to that job and gets it. What kind of a difference did you just make in that person's life? With a message, two minutes, just randomly scrolling on there, random act of kindness, send that to that person and now you have made a real difference in their life. Obviously, that's the extreme situation, right? I, there's, there's virtually no guarantee that they would get the job, but I'm just saying, imagine if that was the situation. And you don't know, right? We don't know what situation most people are in unless they're putting it on their LinkedIn. Spending time on LinkedIn, developing relationships, cultivating friendships, talking to people, learning about what they're doing, it's kind of like an online happy hour, with or without the beer, you know, yet your house, you do whatever you do. But you're having conversations with people. You're talking to them about the work that they do. You're talking to them about the jobs that they're looking for, the degrees that they're earning, and sometimes the, the, the papers that they're writing, the courses that they're teaching. Who knows? There's so much on there to learn and find out about in the professional world. You never know where those relationships could lead. It may end up being your next boss, right? They may end up being your next employee. Who knows who these people are? And, and the beauty of it is, is that it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they end up being your boss or an employee or a coworker. It doesn't matter if they end up giving you an opportunity for a job or you them. What matters is you're actually building a network of people who think like you at least from a networking perspective. They're going to be supportive. They're going to be encouraging. They're going to give you a kick in the butt if you need it. You know, you're posting your articles and, and they're that person that every time you post an article, they're the first one to give it the thumbs up and post it on their timeline. They're the, the first person when you post on there that you lost your job and back on the market trying to find a new job to send you that pep talk email and say, hey, it's going to be fine. You're going to bounce back. You're going to find the next job. It's not a problem. You've got this. Just when you need it, right? And vice versa. You're that voice for them. Two, four, six, eight, ten thousand 10,000 connections. Those are a lot of people to keep up with. 
And I would argue that those are not all friends. Those are, those are our connections and it's nice to build your number higher and higher and higher. And for things where you need to get volume and eyes on it, like a job posting, or if you're looking for a job, it's great to have all of those eyes. I think that if you posted up, say you have, let's say you have 1,200 connections. That's a lot by LinkedIn standards, right? 1,200 connections. That's a lot of eyeballs on whatever it is you post. You post up there that you are recently out of a job and you really need to find a job in whatever industry and you need to find it as soon as possible. Of those 1,200 people, who do you think are the first people on that list that are going to respond? Who do you think are the likeliest people on that list who are going to advocate for you for a position? Is there anybody on that list who you think will take your resume or take your profile and forward it to their HR department or to a position that they've heard about or to someone that they know? Who on that list do you think is going to go that extra mile for you? Probably the people that you've been most active with. Probably the people that you've been most genuine with and have actually cultivated a friendship with. Because friends do things for other friends now. That's not to say that there could be exceptions to that rule. I'm not saying that that's not true. You know, there are the one-offs. I've heard about a position that this person would be great for. I see their, their post about it, forward the position on, and perhaps it's just out of the goodness of my heart. Perhaps it's because if I make a referral, I get some kind of referral bonus. Perhaps I'm just in a really good mood that day, and I, I just felt like building my network to 1,200, but I really want to do it with true and solid connections. Perhaps they're doing what you're doing and really trying to build lasting connections. That's awesome. But chances are, if you need something from somebody, the people that step up are the ones that know you, the ones that trust you, the ones that value you as a connection. Not because they can get something out of it, but because they value you as a person and enjoy talking to you or connecting with you or reading your content, responding to your, to your posts and whatnot. Those are the people that are going to go to bat for you. So as you're looking to build your real network and cultivate true, meaningful, professional connections, consider that. Consider the people on your list of connections that you would be willing to go to bat for. If a position came up in your organization and you wanted to recommend somebody from your LinkedIn group of friends, how would you decide who it is? How would you decide? I mean, say there was an accounts payable position that came up and you knew 15 accounts payable people. How would you choose which one? Obviously, you would choose based on who is most qualified. That's probably the right answer. But is it the honest answer? I mean... Would there be any kind of play in that decision based on how much you interact with that person or the types of interactions you have with that person, their personality, their temperament, their professionalism, their honesty, their integrity, all of these things, they're all going to come into play. So as you are building relationships on the other side, consider that. If you're looking to get things out of these people, professionally speaking, Simply transactional relationships, they could be helpful, but it's an awful big gamble 
to assume that just because uh, you might be able to offer them something that they're actually going to help you out. The true connections are probably your better bet. One last thing to think about with respect to transactional relationships is that if there is no personal currency involved there, there's no meaning, there's no personal connection, there's no uh, friendship or shared respect or kindness or something along those lines. There's, there's, there's no, there's no emotional connection between you and that person other than do for me, I do for you. There really is no incentive for them to do anything for you unless you can really bring something to the table for them. So there's no need for them to do for you. Whereas someone who is a friend to you and you are a friend to them, it's not an obligation, but there is that feeling of, gosh, I really like this person. They seem like a, a, a hardworking, good person who needs a break. I'm going to help them. And I would argue that as nice as that is, there's a little bit of selfish in there. And I think that little bit of selfish is what really makes the difference. And what I mean by a little bit of selfish is, uh, I'll, for example, I'll, I'll use myself. I became a coach because selfishly, at the end of the day, I love that feeling that I got to be present when something really awesome happens. What I mean is if you're talking to somebody that's having a really bad day or having trouble at work or trying to get ready for an interview or stressing out about public speaking engagement that they have to do and just are terrified. When I spend time with that person talking to them about whatever challenge they're working on and we get to the end of our time for that session and they're smiling and they're confident and they're excited or even just feeling a little bit better, a little bit less overwhelmed about whatever it is we started that session with, selfishly, I feel good because I got to be witness to that transformation from negative emotions to positive emotions and building a network of people that you can be present for any of those types of transitions from negative to positive. You don't have to be the cause of it. 99% of the time, I'm not the cause of my client's transformation. I'm a witness to it. I, I, I am there. I ask questions. I, I ask them to consider things. We talk through ideas. But at the end of the day, they're the ones that make the decisions. They're the ones that make the transitions. I'm not the one doing the, the speaking or the job interview. I'm not the one doing that. I'm just the cheerleader. It's very much like sports, right? The cheerleaders are not the ones on the basketball court. They're not the ones on the football field. They're the ones on the sidelines making everybody feel good because you're excited, the energy, all of that. Building a real network where you can help prop somebody up or build somebody up or encourage somebody or comfort somebody on a bad day, whatever it is that you're doing. Selfishly, a little part of you gets to feel that positivity that comes out of that. You, you get to feel a little bit of that good stuff when something goes right for that person or something turns around when things have been going bad or you know that you made them smile when they were having a bad day. Imagine if we all 
went on our LinkedIn every day and sent one message of encouragement or support, condolence, whatever it may be, to one person in our network every single day. It would be a pretty impressive platform, I think, scrolling through that feed where every person did one comment of positivity every day. That would be something. So as you start building, continue building, adjust the way you're building your professional network, and you're thinking about the types of people in the different positions or the different industries or the different companies or the parts of the world that you really want to build your network and be strategic and intentional about how you're building this network to be supportive in your professional career. Be mindful that being strategic is very wise and very important to the success in your career, but being authentic and being genuine is just as important as being strategic. And it may or may not always work out exactly how you need it to work out. Not everybody has the same level of integrity that we have, and we just have to be understanding of that and unwavering in ours and doing what we know and we feel is right. Try to give at least as much as you get in those relationships. I would encourage you to give twice as much as you get because over the long term, it will all balance out. But especially in the beginning when you're building, the more you give, the more you'll get out of it. And I'm not talking about jobs, raises, any of those. I'm talking about intellectual, emotional connections. You will get a lot more out of it through the relationships that you build and the friends that you make if you put more into it. So with that, I wish you good luck. I'd love to make your acquaintance on LinkedIn. You can find me there, Kelly Featheringham. Drop me a line sometime. Say hello. Have a great day. All right. So thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out, because after all, there's only